Shalom Lechem Rabbi Yisai. As we finished last week, Sefer Bereshis, which the Rishonim referred to as Sefer Yitzira, Ramban, which talks about the creation, the Yitzira of the world, and the others, which set the <coughs> platform for us to be able to learn what to do throughout all the generations. As Maisa Abba said in we move on now to Sefer Shmais, which is the Sefer of the Geula. After Yosef HaTzadik and the Shvatim are nifter, <coughs> the Pasuk tells us, There was a new king that arose in Mitzrayim. Well, there was a new king <coughs> that uh, the, the previous king died, and the new king took over, or was the same king and changed his uh, decrees, as Machlekes Rav and Shmuel. And they started to fear the fact that they saw the Kali Yisrael was multiplying. And they were fearing that Here we see that Kali Yisrael is multiplying and they're becoming a much greater, bigger, and powerful nation than us. Hovind is let's outsmart them. If the chief is who they tried to outsmart, maybe Akarish Baruch according to some Rishonim, outsmart Kali Yisrael different opinions. Perhaps they'll, they'll, multi, they'll keep multiplying. And they're going to come and they're going to wage war against us. They're going to fight against us. They're going to escape. So we're fearing the <coughs> multiplying of Kali Yisrael and taking over. And they tried different things to try to subdue and to calm down and to the multiplying of Kali Yisrael giving them hard work, and giving them things to keep them from not being able to multiply. And that way, husbands were not going to be going home to their families, they would be able to have children. But Kali Yisrael worked around that, and they kept them multiplying. Until one point, Kali made a decree. There were two midwives, Jewish midwives, that were taking care of Kali Yisrael. One was Yecheved, and one was Miriam, her daughter. And they were taking care of the birth of Kali Yisrael. And, he, and Hashem, Shem Ha'achas Shifra, one of the names of the midwives was Shifra, which was really Rechavet. <coughs> now she tells us she was called Shifra because she would be Shaperes Sablad. She would straighten out the limbs and the, and the organs of the, of the child and make the child look nice. Hashem Hashem is Pua. The second one, Miriam, was called Pua because she would tried to appease the child, she would talk to the child, she would make little noises to make the child be happy, to calm the child down. And he tells them, At the time when you're coming to childbirth, you notice that the child is a, is a male, you should kill him. And if he's a, if it's a girl, if it's a girl, then you could let the child live. Because they were fearing the increasing of <clears throat> the males in Klai Yisrael. Now, <clears throat> later on, <clears throat> they made the decree even on the Mitzrim for any male because it, he power saw in the, in the astronomy <clears throat> he was able to see that there was going to be the Mashiach of, of Klai Yisrael who was going to be born a male and he wasn't clear of who that exactly was and therefore he made the decree on everybody at one point. Right now it was for any male um, a, a Jew that was born to be killed. 
The Pasuk says, Vatirana Hamayala says, Alekim, Eifer Hashem, Asuk Hashadiba Aleh, they didn't do like they were told now concerning the king of Israel, Vatirana Sayyulogim, and they let the children live. And the Pasuk goes on to tell you how Klai Israel increased. And later on, the Pasuk says, Vayetev Alekim Laimaldus, Vayir Ha'am Vayatsuva'ait, Hashem did good to the, to the midwives, and Klai Israel, you know, multiplied and became very strong. And then, says, When we saw that the, the Nyaldas feared Hashem, he made for them houses. Now she says, That came out from the Nyaldas, the midwives, which came out from Yechavet, or Malchus, which came out from Miriam. Parshim explained why Dafka was that surprised, the, the schar that they got for saving will to get Batik Kahuna and Revia and Malchus coming out from them, the Gmashim explained, because Batik Kahuna and Malchus and Revia are the only things that are determined by the father. The Yuchus is determined by the father. To be a Jew, that's determined by the mother. As long as the mother's a Jew, then the child winds up being a Jew. So to save Klal Yisrael, if they should still be Jews in Klal Yisrael, that would have still been maintained as long as the girls were being allowed to be left alive. So then there would be Jews that would be born from these Jewish women. But to continue the the the, <coughs> the legacy of Kahuna and Malchus and, and, and being a Levi, that had to come through the father. Therefore, by them keeping the Yizcharim, the males alive, that kept Kahuna, Levia, and Malchus uh, in existence. And therefore, that's why they were zeichet to that as a reward. But I'm going to focus now on something a little bit different now. When you look at the terms of how we referred to Yecheved and, and Miriam in, in the Parsha, Yecheved was a very chashva lady. She was the daughter of one of the Shvatim. She was the daughter of Levi. She was the wife of Amram, who was the daughter. She was the mother of, of, of Aaron, Miriam. <coughs> she was a very, very chashva lady. She was 123 years old, and she was still taking care of all these children devotedly. And Miriam was blessed with the bracha of Nevoah, prophecy, which was a very chashva person. Why are we referring to them with these very insignificant names of Shifra because she straightened out and, and, and made the children look nice and Pua that she calmed the baby down? Why was that so important for the Torah to mention this idea of Shifra and Pua that the, of the, the seeming to be just technical things that they did to take care of the children? How do you refer to that? So this question was um, was asked by Rav Shimshim And he answers a very interesting idea. He says like this. He brings a mushal, right? If let's say Hashem Yerachem is a child, an infant, it's Shalom born, it's a very critical condition. And the child has to be taken care of in the hospital for all different types of treatments and, and uh, <laughs> you know, procedures that have to be done. And we're in the hospital, and in the hospital room, all the doctors are talking, and it's a very serious atmosphere, and everything's very, very intense. Suddenly, in the background, they hear like a little noise of laughing and, and a cheerful noise from the background, and they turn around and they see that someone in the back over there is speaking words of affection and laughing at the baby and trying to give warmth to the baby, and they figure out that that that's the mother. Because of the mother's love and the care for the child, 
the mother remembers not just about the significant things, but even the little small details as well, because everything is important to the mother because she loves the child. And therefore the Torah is stressing Yechevet and Miriam weren't just midwives. They were mothers of Klai Yisrael. They were here to come and to influence and to continue the existence of Klai Yisrael now to be the mothers of Klai Yisrael. And therefore the Torah wanted to be to, uh, to stress the idea that a mother of Klai Yisrael, somebody who has the Hashba and the influence for Klai Yisrael has to also be able to focus on the small details as well. You can't just be busy with the Big things, you have to be able to deal with everything because it's a child, that's your child, and you have to show your love and your devotion, even with the small things as well. That's not just by a mother, but it's anybody who has a shva, anybody who comes to Davos. There's two stories I'm going to share. Now, one story I might have shared over the past few weeks, I don't remember, it's one of my favorite stories. I'm gonna, I usually, I often say the name of the person over in the story. This time I'll, I'll choose not to because I heard this story from somebody else. And when I'm saying something that's a little bit more public over here, in case if I'm missing the details, something's wrong, I'd rather just, you know, leave it as a story that I heard, which is a true story. Um, just uh, in case if the details might not be accurate, I'd rather just leave the name out. This is a story that my wife once heard when she went to pay a shiva call by one of the Rebetzins here in Telstone. And she told the story about her cousin. Her cousin was a young man that got married. And when he was a young boy, he lost his father. He was a yasin at a very young age. And <coughs> he was raised by his mother. He had a few sisters. He was raised by his mother. And unfortunately, exactly one week, before his chasana, his mother was nifter. Which meant that the day that he was getting up from shiva, the day, was the day before, the day of, he was getting up from shiva, he was going to be marching down to his chuppah. So he had a lot of shyness to ask the halacha of what type of chasana should he be having and what should be with the, you know, with the dancing and what should be with the, you know, what's he allowed to do, what's he not allowed to do. A lot of shyness. One child which he had was that his kala wanted to come to Menachem Avo, but it was the week before the chuppah, and uh, normally we don't, they don't see each other the week before, but they, they can come or not. So he had a lot of shyness. So he called the Paisek Ador, the Rav Ador of Moshe Feinstein's Atzav. He asked all the shyness, and he was on the phone to Moshe Feinstein for quite a while, and Erev Shabbos, he spoke to him on Erev Shabbos. And the Moshe answered all the shyness for him, told him what to do. After the whole conversation, the phone rings a little while later. They pick up the phone. There's an operator on the line. The operator said, this is a person-to-person -person phone call for Mr. Feinstein. Meaning of my show. So they said, okay, we accept. They accepted the phone. And Moshe said, yeah, Moretta, Moshe Feinstein, Moshe Feinstein. Speaking here, <laughs> Moshe Feinstein. And I forgot a very, very important deal. Uh, uh, detail I spoke to you before. You know, this today's Arab Shabbos, tomorrow's Shabbos Kaidish, and if you, tomorrow is really the Shabbos of your Afruf. Now, what exactly you can do during that Shabbos, <coughs> you're limited. But it's not just your Shabbos Afruf, but it's also the Shabbos Kala. And by the Shabbos Kala, 
Often the friends of the Kala come to the Kala on Shabbos to sit with the Kala and sing for the Kala and spend, spend time with the Kala. And the minig then was, for many years after that, now it's different than Hagim, but the minig then was that the Chassid would send a big, huge bouquet of flowers with a nice note to the Kala for that Shabbos, and all the friends would come to watch the flowers. And the Moshe <coughs> said, but the problem is, is that you can't send a present because you're being a Jodavelis right now. You can't send a present. The pre- an oval is not allowed to send a present. So you can't send the flowers. But I want to just tell you how right now. For an oval to send a present is an Isadurabana. To insult the Bas Yisrael is an Isadurabana. Make sure that you appoint the shliach to send flowers to your kala for Shabbos. A guten herb Shabbos kodesh. That was the conversation. The great Moshe Feinstein Zetzel, who was involved in the most intricate, complicated trials for Klal Yisrael. How many gunas he had to deal with after the war. When people came from the war, they, he had to deal with the paskin. How many shilas of marriages and all different types of things he was busy with him day and night. And he's worried about the flowers of this kala on Shabbos. Because the person who's mashpia and gives over to Klai Yisrael has to worry also about the small details. Just like the mother has to worry about the small details as well. Here, here as well. A similar story of Shemshim Pinkus brings in the Sefer where he says this word. He brings a story with the Rosh Hashiva of Torah Vedas of Shleim Haimans itself. Rashleimahal Hyman and his wife, they didn't have children. And they were very his Rebbitzin was very busy taking care of uh Yusayman. Now one of the assignments that she was dealing with was a girl that was getting married, and Rebbitzin Hyman was taking care of all the needs she had to have for the Hasana. Now <coughs> on the way to the Hasana, Rashleim asked the Rebbitzin, Did you buy flowers for the Kala? Did you make sure that she has flowers for to have for the, for the, for the Kala? Rebbe said, listen, we're taking so much money and, and we're raising so much money for over here. I didn't know if it was right for me to take such a small detail and, and to take money from tzedakah and things we have to deal with for such a such a minor thing. I put it for more 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 important things. She was being she was being careful. Roshlema said very strongly to her, he said, hurry now quickly and go buy her flowers. Because right now you're coming in here, you're the child's mother right now. You're the one that's marrying her off. You have to worry about the small deals. You can't be a gabite stucker right now that's worried about... It's, right now, you have to worry about the needs of this child. And this child's your child, and the small details are important as well. That's the lesson that we learn from Shifra and Pua, Yechevet and Miriam, the mothers of Klai Yisrael, that you have to worry about the small details. And that's the lesson that we have to learn for ourselves as well. If we care about somebody, if we think about somebody... We realize what their needs are, and therefore we also take care of the small details as well. The bigger the person is, the more that he watches out to take care of the small details as well. Tashem, this should be a chizik for us to be able to learn from that and to figure out how we can apply that into our various Hashem so we can help and be on people, help and bring them closer to HaKadosh Baruch and Hashem to bring us to bigger and greater places. Everyone should be Zaycha to have a wonderful Shabbos and go.
Jesus.